Hello, hello, everybody. Welcome to her. I'm Lana, your host. Welcome to the pod. Welcome to the podcast. I am so happy to be here. Um, I am currently laying in my mom's bed because we have guests over and I'm recording. And yeah, I'm excited to be here. I'm super tired, but I wanted to record an episode for you guys. Um, it is currently December 29th, so it is literally basically the end of the year. Like, we have, what, two days left? Oh my gosh, that's so weird. Anyway, hope everybody had an amazing holiday. Um, I had such a fun Hanukkah and such a, you know, just nice time. And, you know, I like the holidays because um, I just find so much joy in being around family. Um, but I hope you guys had a nice time. So let's get into today's episode. This is the very first Girl Talk episode. I made up this idea a while ago just to sit down and talk about some topics I often talk to my besties about, such as boys, what, fashion, mental health, at the t- that time of the month, having friendships, health and wellness, our healing journeys, and so much more. So welcome to a Girl Talk episode. It's kind of like a FaceTime call. And today we are starting slow. We're catching up and just talking about life recently. Normally I'd, you know, start the episode with some life updates and some of her happenings. But that's basically what today's episode is about as a whole. So we'll just skip right past that and get into it. Um, so I was in Texas for like the last, oh my goodness, three days. And... It was just a little family thing, and I'm not going to lie to you guys. I left early because I was just not having the time of my life, and I really freaking missed my mom and my house, and so I am lucky enough to have the option to come home early, so I'm home now, and I took a shower, and I did my skincare, and so now I'm just resting physically and emotionally, so yeah, happy to be home. In Texas, I got some cool books, and I got a new freaking bag. Technically, I got, like, three new bags, four new bags, three. Three and a little makeup bag, okay? Three new bags that were thrifted, and wait, just wait, thrifted Louis Vuitton in probably the greatest condition you can get, and they are just so fabulous. Literally. I'll probably post a picture of them when I want to, but guys, I am just mind blown. I would never actually buy the bags brand new because it's just not my thing to buy like designer. Like, I don't get me wrong. I like designer and I think it's like some of their stuff is like cool, but in Texas, I was gifted vintage Louis Vuitton bags and I absolutely adore them. You know, they're just like the classic leather with the Louis Vuitton um, little symbol or symbol, right, on it. I love it. Okay, I love it. Anyway, other than that, I went flying with a friend of ours in a little key, well, little, my goodness, my voice is weird, in a little Cherokee 1400, I think. I don't know. I'm not good with airplane names, but I was low-key scared. We went flying in a plane, little plane. And a little scary, but it was just like a test run because I'm thinking of getting my pilot's license. So, 
you know, it was a test run to see if I loved it. And I'll update you guys later on that whole thing. Because, anyway, because it was, it was fun. But today's Thursday. It's Thursday, right? Yeah, Thursday the 29th. It was a beautiful Thursday in Missouri. Like, 10 out of 10. Sun is shining. It smelled amazing. It was a little bit warmer than it was like a week ago. So, love that. I am recording, like I said, in my mom's bed. Just chilling. You know, you don't need to know any more about the vibes. You just get them, okay? So, Girl Talks episode. First things first. We're starting off with something girly. I've been really obsessed with a good old red lip. And can we just please talk about how I used to hate red because it made me feel insecure about my acne? Because when I put red on my face, when I put red like blush, red eye, it would just like kind of make my acne, I don't know, not, necess- not necessarily pop up, but it was just like there. It just highlighted it. And I was just, I get so, got so insecure. And I have like sort of, not really big lips, but I have lips where if I put red lipstick on, it looks like super dramatic. And I used to be so insecure about that. But recently, I have been loving a red lip. And I've been loving the more red blush and a more like adult and ladylike moment like obviously i'm a nude lip girly forever but i've been appreciating the pinks and reds because you know they're girly and they're fancy and they can have their moment and i appreciate them and basically i want to just say any color is your color what i learned from that is any color is your color you choose what you can and won't wear Okay, you choose what you will and won't wear. And I don't want you to be affected by anyone else's, you know, view of what you look at it. And currently, I'm obsessed with a red lip because it makes me feel good. And I just got a new red lip gloss. And I've never had a red lip gloss. I've normally had lipsticks. But I love my red lip gloss. And so this is your, you know, chance to, you know, try red lip. You know, try it out. Try a color you've been scared to try. You choose the color. You choose what you want to wear. You choose what makes you confident. So, I'm just encouraging you. If you want to, try it out. Another thing, beauty-wise, is hair growth. Last year in September, I think, I bleached my hair and dyed it bright freaking pink. And it was a lovely moment. Like, I started school. I started a new school that same month. And so I went to school, excuse me, with um, bright pink hair. And when I tell you, it was a look. And I loved it. And I felt confident. And I felt so fun with my bright pink braids. And, you know, just, it was great, right? It was a moment. And then for, in about like four or five months, it faded, right? And it faded to an orange. And I was like, "Mm, I don't want it to be orange, okay? So I bleached it again, attempting to go back to blonde, which didn't really work. I'm not going to lie to you. And then I tried two more times to dye it blonde. And now I'm back to my lovely blonde because I did so much purple shampoo. And 
dyed it and cut it. But I had some rough hair damage because while having pink hair, I would straighten it and curl it with a like heating, like a flat iron and a curler, curling wand. Is that right? And so I've been trying to recover my hair from that, like trying to get my hair to recover from that. And these last three months, I've been really focusing on hair care because it just, when my hair looks good, it makes me feel so good. When my hair looks good, I feel like I don't have to wear makeup. I feel like I can throw on a simple fit and, you know, feel good, right? I can throw on jeans and a comfy top and some, you know, comfy shoes and feel good about myself. So I want to recommend some products for hair growth and hair healing because these items and these, you know, habits made my hair feel nice and made me feel confident. So the first thing is, I talk about this so often, castor oil. I literally tell every one of my friends. And you can not only put castor oil in your hair, you can put it on your eyelashes and your eyebrows. If you don't know, this is a side point. I shaved off my eyebrows two years ago, like the ends of them. I shaved them off. And they haven't fully recovered, um, but my little key to growing them back is castor oil. So, castor oil in your hair, put a little on your scalp, rub it in. If you don't know how to, you know, apply it and you don't want to just apply a giant glob, look up on YouTube, YouTube, my goodness, how to, like, hair oil, like, hair oiling tutorials that sounds about right hair oiling tutorials okay so put it on your scalp rub it in do a little do a little hair massage a little gentle massage in your hair like you would if you were guashing guashing is that right guashing your face like that i give my like head a scalp massage it's great okay then put your hair in a bun for like 30 to 45 minutes possibly even less, that's just how long I do, and then wash it out in the shower with your shampoo and conditioner if you put it in there, okay? That's just what I do, and if you do it, like, two to three times a week, if that's how often, like, if you, if that lines up with your schedule, whatever lines up with your, your wash schedule, right? If you do it two to three times a week, you will see new hair growth, and it will actually strengthen your hair, okay? Trust me, you don't have to, but if you want to, you know, I'm not going to try to fail you, okay? We don't fail you here on her, okay? We're buddies. We're sharing pro tips here, okay? Now, everybody knows I love a good her look, curly hair moment. I really can't stop stuttering today. Okay, I love a good curly hair moment. And what's better than, you know, curling your hair with a curling wand? heatless curls. There's something I talk about constantly. I have, I had heatless curls in literally for the last two days and I just felt so cute in them, right? I feel so cute and girly and I just feel like I don't have to, you know, do much. Like with the healthy hair, um, I feel like I can throw on a cute fit and, you know, feel good about myself. I can go out and feel like, oh yeah, I'm happy. I feel good. I feel so confident. And so, Heatless curls are so in. Especially if you're like me and not trying to damage your actually curly hair. I have naturally curly hair, like my mother. So, 
if you don't want to buy a heatless curl curling thing like on amazon if you've seen those on like tiktok and instagram take the like belt off of your robe or take a scarf look up on youtube how to wrap your hair around this around a heatless curling what do you call that like a headband it's not really a headband heatless curling thing i don't know okay man heatless curl tutorial that's all i'm saying youtube it i'm sure something will pop up i might even make a video on it on instagram for you guys okay heatless curls that's what i'm saying they are the thing and they just come out so cute and trust me the first or second time they may fail but third time's the charm and they're gonna come out so freaking adorable no matter how your hair looks no matter if you have super long and thick hair you can double up and do like two scarves like put it into sections do like one in the front and one in the back i can send you guys videos if you need okay if you guys need me to dm me on instagram and i will put you all in a group chat and send you hair stuff okay i got a whole freaking album <laughs> on my phone of hair stuff basically after that entire rant heatless curls are the way to go okay they've been the way to go for a while and basically my best friend totally got me into them chloe she bought me the heatless curler for my birthday and it's been my ride or die since then so you know those are my hair tips i don't want to talk any more about it i know you guys are probably like okay lana move on but i just had to share okay let's go on to the next thing another thought on my mind this week is the idea that we have to wait till a certain time to start a new habit everyone has these new year's goals and that's fine but why wait and i know i'm saying this on literally december 29th but this is a thought that's been on my mind since like late november early december okay and i had this conversation with my sister a while ago about what new things we want to start doing and how we don't see the point of waiting until 2023 if we can just start now like what's the whole new year's resolution thing about why not start immediately like why do we keep putting things off what's the thought behind it are we afraid of the risks are we just lazy what's the deal with not doing it now i've been asking myself why don't you just do it if it's a risk, so be it. You're scared. You can find some bravery. I know you can. And you can find some peace in knowing that even if it failed, if it even if it fails, you tried. My mother says there's no failure, only feedback. I'm pretty sure I said that in my last episode. So, you know, go out there and start doing what you want to do. Go talk to new people. Go make new friends. Go apply for that job you wanted to for a while. Go start your business. Go start, you know, if you want to start a social media platform, go do it. Go start your podcast. Change your life now if you want to. If you want to start that new routine, start it now. Literally, I saw this video the other day on Instagram and I thought it was like so smart. I wish I could mention if I knew the girl's name who posted it. She goes, okay, put your hand up. Go five, four, three, two, one go and start the minute you put the last finger down 
I just put my, like, my pinky finger down. Count it down from five on my fingers, okay? Count down from five. And then go. Start. Okay? Because there's never a better time than the present. If you keep putting it off, you're just... There's no point in putting it off, okay? I, I've i been putting things off, too. And I decided today, I'm done putting them off. I'm going to prioritize these things, okay? I'm not going to wait till January 1st. There's nothing special about January 1st other than it's the first day of the year. There's nothing that's going to change about your mentality, okay? You might say, oh, new year, new me. But is it the new you if you don't start? Like, what? what's so special about starting on the 1st of January? And I know there's some people out there that's like, I need to start on a scheduled time. And I get that. But also, like, there is no time like the present. Okay? So, what I'm saying is, if you want to start something, I encourage you to start it now. Okay? Because, you know, why not? That's the whole thing. Why not? That's the question. Alright. So, that was my rant on New Year's resolutions. Please forgive me if I offended you. But I did not intend to. I meant it with, like, love. Okay? Now, let's talk parties. So, recently my family hosted our annual little Hanukkah party. I did, I did not mean little. I say little as if it was, like... 15 to 20 people, but it was like 40, 45, 50, maybe. Okay? And, well, every year, without fail, I get nervous. And yes, I get nervous easily, but I got, like, anxious when the party started. I don't know why, but parties are so weird. I am the most social. I'm not the most social person. Okay, I can be, hold on, let me try that again. I'm not the most social person, but I am perfectly capable of being social. Like, I I would prefer to be less social, but if I, if I needed and wanted to, I am perfectly capable of doing so. And I don't get nervous going to other people's parties, so why do I get anxious on my own? What's the fear behind it? Do I fear judgment, or is it simply the fact that there's a bunch of people in my house? What makes me so uncomfortable but then my stomach aches? I think basically, this is my thought process behind it. I have an unhealthy amount of adrenaline and it starts to have an odd effect on my body because when the party starts, I'm awkward and don't feel chill and like, I feel like I'm going to mess up conversations and I feel like, oh, there's so many people in my house and like a lot of people ask me questions and... I'm greeting a lot of people, and it's just, it's a lot, because I'm also trying to help my mom prep, while also, like, walking around being like, hi, 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 to my friends, while also, like, stepping away from them being like, hi, bye, is that, like, that's my, I don't know, maybe something about that makes me anxious, but about like 45 minutes to an hour, maybe even two two hours in, I sort of calm down and I'm okay. And maybe it's just like 
adrenaline like i said i like the first part of the party and like you know there's a lot of energy and there's a lot of people coming into the house and like everybody's like in you know the main part of the house and it's crowded and maybe that's what is affecting me but i just i just don't understand but there's always that odd feeling when i have parties and i'm not trying to be ungrateful for the ability to host parties and have so many friends um over i just don't know why i get uncomfortable in my own home so i'm gonna figure that out i just the point is Parties are odd as someone who's not the most social. And I think the thing we can take away from that is I need to slow down. Okay? And if you're like me and sometimes get the same way, let's practice slowing down. Next time you are at an event or, you know, we are hosting a party, let's slow down. Let's take a moment. A moment. Oh, my goodness. Take a sip of water. And say, okay, let's greet people calmly. Say, hi, how you doing? You know, let me take your coat. Let me hang it up for you, blah, blah, blah. Then go get what we need to do done. Hopefully, if it's not done before the party starts. Um, and then, you know, continue on. And just keep reminding yourself, I have peace. You know, I'm, I'm cool. I got this. And if I need to, like, take a two-second break, not literally two seconds, if I need to step away for a moment, take a breather, have some water, you know, maybe just, like, stare at the ceiling for a second, that's fine. But then I can go back out, and I am perfectly capable of socializing. And by the end of the night, people will have gone home, and I can go to my bed, and we can be fine. So, parties may be crazy. Parties may make us anxious sometimes, but we are perfectly capable of getting past it. Okay? Look at us go. We're learning things today. Look at us. I'm so proud of us. I'm like teaching myself things and learning things. I'm not teaching myself anything. I'm learning. Okay? This is what the podcast was meant for. We are here to learn and we're here to, you know, talk. So I'm happy we can do that. But the next thing. I want to get a little more serious here, and we're going to talk emotions, okay? And I have notes for most of my episode until this point. I just decided to cut it off and let my brain flow, let the creative juices go, you know, let it all flow out from here, okay? So we're going to get a little deeper now. Let this begin. So my question is, why do we, mainly women, as I've seen, other people may do it too, I don't know, mainly women, let other people's negative emotions affect our emotions? I am a more sympathetic person, in my opinion. You know, I tend to feel other people's pains, other people's emotions. I, you know, want to take care of my friends and my family and you know the people who I love and are around me and I want to help them when they're hurting and I want to love on them when they need it and I want to support them but why the heck do I let someone else make me feel gross when they don't feel good about themselves obviously I can have sympathy and I will be there for my friends but there's a difference between being there for someone and 
you know, kind of being like, what's a good way to describe it? I want to say like a little Bluetooth connection and like making myself feel the same way they do because that's what I think might help them. And I'm going to tell you the truth. That's not what is going to help them. Because if my friend's crying because they don't like themselves and I start whining about the fact that about what I don't like about myself, that's not helping any of us. But I can sit with them and say, hey, let's back up. What is the, you know, main thing behind this feeling? And I can like respectfully sit next to you and have sympathy and have love for you. And I can be there to support you through your endeavors and through your, you know, issues and through your adventures. But I can also not feel what you're feeling out of respect and out of, out of, you know, the need for health for myself. Because if I feel depressed when you're also depressed and I'm depressed because you are feeling that way, then we're both not moving, okay? And obviously, I'm allowed to not feel great, and you're allowed to not feel great, okay? But just as long as I'm not letting your negative negative feelings affect mine, we're good. And I know there's some people out there that's going to be like, but that seems so cold, well, honey, I'm not gonna. I'm gonna tell you the truth. Okay, this podcast is made for telling the truth, and I mean this with like all the love in my soul. I can support you without feeling your emotions. Okay, I can have my own emotions, and I have to have that boundary up. That when you're upset. I can have a clear enough mind to say, hey, do, we, do you need to talk? Do you want advice? Or do you just want someone to sit and listen to you rant? Okay? And I need to have the, like, I need to have the clarity to support you. And obviously, I'm not going to be cold. I don't ever want to be cold. Because I, I consider myself a more loving person. I'm not going to be cold to you when you're feeling an emotion. I'm not going to be like, oh, no, I don't want to be around you because you're depressed. No, I'm going to be like, I love you and I'm going to love you through this. And I'm going to support you and, you know, to an extent, be there for you through this without letting myself fall into this, fall into the same feeling. Okay, and I've seen so many people try to help their friends or help their loved ones, their significant others, get through times, but in the wrong way. And obviously, some people don't know, okay? And I'm not trying to, you know, tell anyone they're wrong for wanting to support their loved ones. No, I don't ever want to do that. I'm just saying you can support someone without falling into that emotion, right? So let me give you an example to clear it up. Say someone else, say there's two people, right? 
and they are in a fight. And person A comes to me and says, this is what's going on, and blah, 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 feels this way. Or person B feels this way, and I feel this way. That's the perspective of person A. And I look at person A, and I go, okay, so how did this start? And person A explains. And I go, hmm, okay. And then I go, how do you think it could end? Person A, you know, tells me how they think it could end. I'm like, okay, you know, I'm here for you. And, you know, you set up that boundary that you're not going to get into it, okay? You can hear about it. You can listen to your friend talk. But you don't have to contribute to that. You don't have to emotionally attach yourself to that problem, okay? Because those two can have their issue, and they can sort it out, and they can, you know, have that going on. And you can be a spectator. And if one of them comes to you and asks you for your advice, that's up to you to give, obviously. But don't let yourself get dragged into it. Okay, I've let myself get dragged into drama before. And what I've learned from it is basically, you can, you know, disagree and agree with people in said drama. But if you start saying things to, per se, person A about person B, it gets messy because now you've dragged yourself in there and you're now person C. And it's not just person A, you know, having a disagreement with person B. It's person A and you having a disagreement with person B. It sounds so weird saying this. And it gets all messy because that's how friendships get ruined. That's how relationships get ruined. So what I'm saying is to protect yourself emotionally, you can hear someone's situation and you can hear about, you know, what's going on with at school or at work without getting in the drama or in the issue, okay? And you can hear about someone's feelings and say, okay, I'm here for you. I'm willing to listen. I'm willing to give my advice without feeling what you're feeling. Okay? You don't have to have their emotions. Because sometimes people are so without boundaries that they, you know, see someone hurting and they go, oh, I'm hurting too. Because they think that's what sympathy is. But sympathy is, you know, loving and supporting some someone through something while also staying steadfast in, you know, what you are actually feeling apart from them. Okay, because I could be feeling good, right? And my friend comes to me and goes, Lana, I could really, I just really need to talk about this. And I go, okay, would you like me to listen? I'm, you know, I have some time if you want to like come over and chat or if you want to like call me or we can just text and, you know, they can tell me what's going on and I can hear them out and, you know, I can just be there to listen without getting 
myself into that situation. If you get what I mean. So, my advice coming from this is don't let yourself be without boundaries emotionally. Okay, and that sounds a little deep there. We went a little deep there, babes. So, you know, if you want to know more about boundaries, there's many, many books out there. There's many, many YouTube videos, and I promise one day I'll do a podcast about boundaries, and I may even talk with my mom about boundaries because she's the one who taught me, but have emotional boundaries, okay? That's what I'm encouraging you to do, especially as women. We can be real emotional and we can feel other people's emotions. But make sure what you're feeling is your feelings and not somebody else's. Okay? Love you guys. Okay. So, this is one of the last things I just want to talk about. After talking about something sort of deep, sort of emotional, sort of, you know, getting into it, I want to talk about something that brings me joy. And the first thing is, I, you know, can't explain how nice it is to be grateful, okay? And every day, I'm always trying to find something to be grateful for. And these last few days, I felt kind of like, you know, down, not feeling too great, and, you know, just, meh, right? We all have those days, right? Just right but the thing that i've been grateful for is my little brother literally a ball of sunshine this kid if you know my romeo he is you know the biggest ball of sunshine and probably my biggest inspiration and my mom calls him our joy so he's been what i i'm grateful for and i have to remind myself what i'm grateful for And here's my list for the day. I'm grateful for the sunshine. I am grateful for my, you know, my safe, loving, warm house and life. I have a very wonderful life. So I'm I'm grateful for the life I live. And what was the last one? Um, I'm grateful for my family. Okay. And I could go deeper into what I'm grateful for. And I've, I'm pretty sure I've talked about gratefulness before. But I can't explain how much being grateful has brought to me. Because you can't gain anything else unless you're currently grateful for what you have. Okay. And maybe, possibly, there's room for improvement in your life. But also, look how far you've come from a certain amount of time ago. Say, like, three years ago. Okay? Three years ago was not a great time in my life. And so, I'm grateful to say that I'm better now. I am happy. I'm happier than I used to be. Okay? So, I encourage you to be grateful. And I'm constantly trying to tell myself, this could be better. But I'm grateful that it is not worse. Okay? I have a healthy body, and I'm grateful for that. I have a healthy mind, and I'm grateful for that. I have my sight. I have my taste. I have my smell. Those are simple things, but I'm grateful for them. Okay? 
because I, I sometimes feel like I ignore them because they're just basic things. But I have to remind myself. I have to kind of hum- humble myself sometimes, okay? I have to be like, Lana, let's be grateful, okay? Because all I've ever, you know, been is blessed. And I live an amazing life. So I always want to remind everyone to be grateful. Because nothing, like when you get something and you're not grateful for it, what's the point? If you get a new phone and you're like, oh, okay, cool. Whatever. What's the point? What? You don't, you just don't appreciate it? No. Being grateful is... It's like opening a door to new opportunities. When, you know... Okay, let's go with the whole door thing. When a door closes, and perhaps a, you know, friendship or relationship ends, you gotta take a breather and go... So maybe it didn't end on the best terms, but I either learned this lesson about relationships i learned something about myself i learned something about other people i'm grateful i learned something okay or maybe you you know i'm trying to figure out okay a door closes right god closes the door i i love saying that when god closes a door another door opens right and that's what being grateful is when you're grateful for something another opportunity comes. When you appreciate things and say, thank you, God, thank you for this. I'm so appreciative of this. And I, you know, just, I constantly am like, thank you, God, for my life, right? Because I just have such a beautiful life. It's the sun is shining, my body's healthy. I have my family. I have a grateful life, a great life. Oh my goodness. (laughs) I have a great life. So I'm constantly reminding myself to be grateful. No matter the situation, we can be grateful. And so, I encourage you, even on your worst days, find something to be grateful for, okay? And at least say, hey, at least I'm alive. At least I survived another day, okay? Because that's all it takes. As long as you're here, I'm grateful you're here, okay? I encourage you to be grateful. Being grateful is just... Mwah, chef's kiss, okay? It brings new things. I just like it, okay? I like being grateful. What's wrong with that? <laughs> I sound so funny. Okay, so last thing is literally... It's it's kind of more personalized, right? So recently, in these last couple months, if you guys don't know, I went through something kind of sad and kind of like weird and like... June. I don't want to talk about it now. It'll be entirely like its own episode, right? I went through something and it kind of changed my perspective on myself and how I'm living my life. And I looked in the mirror one day while crying with fake eyelashes on and I was like, okay, it's time to, you know, have a change. And I literally texted my mom. I was like, okay, I think I need a villain era. And, well, ladies, I did not have a villain era. Hold on, I think I'm about to sneeze. We're going to pause.
Okay, so this is the end of the episode. I ran out of space. But basically, I love you guys so much. Have a good rest of your day. Get some rest. Have some water. And I'll see you next time. Love you. Bye.